Welcome back to Tangible Tech. I'm Steve Sandy from Apple World Today, and you're listening to Episode 5 of this podcast. Today I have a handful of short tech stories that are sure to entertain and uh, educate you, as well as an announcement. And the announcement, what the heck, I'll get it out of the way first here. We're about to unveil a companion website to the Tangible Tech podcast. Now, the site is still being fine-tuned, but for those of you who would like a website to have, oh, a minimal number of ads, in other words, zero right now, and to load almost instantly, well, you're going to love it. Part of today's podcast is all about the choices I've made in setting up the new Tangible Tech website. But first, let's talk about what's happening in the tech world. Google can't be happy with the new antitrust fine by the European Union against the company. In fact, I think they've already said they're going to fight it. The EU hit Google with a $5.1 billion fine for favoring its own services in Internet search results. Now, this punches directly at the center of Google's business model, which is to give phone makers like Samsung and Huawei and 10,000 other companies the Android operating system if they agree to make Google the prioritized search engine, push the Chrome browser, and put other Google apps on their phones instead of those created by the competition. This comes in addition to a $2.8 billion fine by the EU just last year over favoring its services in Internet search results. Now, the EU is obviously really unhappy with tech firms or else sees them as a way to raise revenues. In my personal opinion, I think it's the latter. Remember Apple being pressured to pay about $14.5 billion in back taxes last year? Well, that came about after the company had made a tax haven deal with Ireland in return for creating jobs and making investments in the country. The EU, which Ireland, of course, is part of, said that the company couldn't make deals like that and thought it was unfairly shielding profits made in the EU from taxation. It's a common business practice to exchange tax deals for investments and jobs. Apple's response to that big tax bill was to shutter plans for a major data center in Ireland. Well, getting back to Google, the company is also being asked to decouple the Android operating system from its other European services, which means that it could lose users and advertising revenue, at least in Europe. In addition, Google may very well respond by starting to charge manufacturers for the Android operating system, something that would most likely raise the price on Android phones. Despite all of the hoopla over the past five years touting virtual reality as this year's big thing, VR really hasn't caught on for a number of reasons. First, many of the headsets are expensive, they're heavy, they're uncomfortable. Uh, If you want your brow to sweat and you want to get a headache, that's a great way of uh, doing it. Well, they also require a connection, at least most of them do, to a pretty powerful computer. That's one of the reasons that Apple has been placing more emphasis on augmented reality, as the hardware requirements are much less onerous, and uh, AR apps can easily run on existing smartphones. 
Well, the new $199 Oculus Go VR headset may finally be set to change all of that and unleash an avalanche of VR apps and competitor headsets. Oculus has managed to get a ton of funding over the years, but its highly anticipated Oculus Rift headset was not only expensive, it started at about 500 bucks, but has since dropped to about $400. Well, it also required a powerful Windows PC with some pretty impressive specifications as well. Well, fortunately for all of us, the company has released the Oculus Go headset, which is totally standalone. It doesn't need a PC or any other equipment. Now, Samsung's Gear VR, which was created by Oculus, requires a Samsung smartphone to act as the display and the CPU to get things running. The software for the Go is still rather scarce, but the early reviews of the headset are probably going to get a lot of developers excited. I'm also guessing that the fact that Oculus is owned by Facebook will help things along. You know, Facebook is already pretty friendly to 360-degree VR experiences. They allow embedding of VR images and videos on the social network. Now, if the company can put a Facebook app on Oculus Go that turns the social network into a VR experience with friends, they're going to own the market. Would you believe that Intel has been around for 50 years? Yeah, they started up in 1968, and uh, the chip maker has recently been getting uh, into other things than uh, just making chips. Uh, they're also getting into drones. Uh, they highlighted their uh, shooting star drones flying in tight animated formations at night during events like the Super Bowl and the 2018 Winter Olympics. The company is in a battle to keep upping the number of drones in the air simultaneously. Every time it grabs the Guinness uh, World Record for drone light shows, some uh, Chinese manufacturer, and there are a ton of them out there, one-ups the company with a bigger display. Intel has the crown back for now, with a flight during a 50th anniversary party in Folsom, California that featured 2018, 2018 of the LED-enhanced drones taking to the air. You can find the video on YouTube. Just uh, go out and search for keywords Intel 2018 drone and look for a video that was shot or at least published on July 15th and you're in the right place. It's actually pretty spectacular what they can do. Okay, well, now it's time for me to talk about the upcoming Tangible Tech website. Now, due to the short timeline that we had back in 2015 to get Apple World Today up and running, we had to forego using the most popular content management system on the planet, which is WordPress. Instead, we went with a combination hosting service and content management system called Squarespace, which has worked very well for that site. But Squarespace has a few negatives. Uh, it's rather expensive, uh, it's not as expandable or customizable in terms of functions, and it's slow. In particular, if you're running a website with a lot of images or ads, things can really start bogging down as Squarespace attempts to send uh, the viewer all of the, those files. So our first idea with the Tangible Tech website was this. 
to make the website as lightweight as possible. That means in many cases, we're going to do away with images unless they're absolutely essential to a story. We're going to be using a hosted WordPress, or excuse me, WordPress service run by DreamHost that's designed for speed. It even uses solid-state drives for storage. Now at this point, you're probably not going to see any ads on the site. We're hoping that if we can get enough readers from Apple World Today and other sources to visit the site, you know, and people who listen to this uh, podcast as well, uh, we'll be able to attract uh, one sponsor a week and give them a single tiny ad in exchange for some money. Now, Tangible Tech is going to be a lot like this podcast. It's going to cover the entire scope of tech and science, not just Apple products. To keep you up uh, to date on all of the latest without the need for us to write articles on each, Tangible Tech will be a linked list website, which means uh, most of the posts are a short description of a fascinating story with a quick comment or two and a headline that is linked to the original source of the story for more detail. If you don't need the detail, you get some quick knowledge and entertainment. You can just kind of look at the post and go, oh, that's cool. If you want the detail, you click on the headline and it shows you the original source. Now, the site uses what's called responsive design, meaning that you'll get versions that look good on desktops, tablets, and smartphones. Uh, We've been testing them all and they all load very, very quickly. We'll launch soon with announcements to be made on Twitter. Our handle there is at tech underscore tangible. Facebook, just do a search for tangible tech. And of course, on Apple World Today. Well, that's it for this episode. Please remember to take the time to share this podcast with your friends on every form of social media known to mankind and leave us feedback with topics that you'd like to hear more about. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.